Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is August 6th. Today is the last day of this week's Come Follow Me blog and the last day in the book of Acts. Next week we begin a brand new Come Follow Me blog and a brand new book. Next week we'll be studying Romans chapters 1 through 6. And I'm so excited to study those with you. I love the book of Romans. It's Paul's epistle to the Romans. And it's filled with just gems. So I'm looking forward to studying that with you. But for now, let's finish up this week. Yesterday, we talked about Acts chapter 26 and Paul talking to Agrippa. And at the very, very end of Acts chapter 26, it says, Then said Agrippa unto Festus, This man might have been set free at liberty if he had not appealed unto Caesar. And so essentially what he's saying is we can't find any fault in him, but we can't set him free because he hasn't appealed to Rome. And so they're going to load him up on a ship. They put him in the care of a centurion named Julius, and they're going to send him and his companions to Rome. So in verse 9 of Acts chapter 27, it says, Now when much time was spent, and when sailing was now dangerous because of the fast, because the fast was now already past, Paul admonished them. And he said unto them, Sirs, I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and much damage, not only of the lading and ship, but also of our lives. So because this voyage was taking a long time, it says that, The fast was now already passed. What this is referring to is the Jewish holiday called the Day of Atonement. That's what they were referring to when it says the fast. Because at the end of the Day of Atonement, it marked the beginning of a season when it was considered really unsafe to travel on the Mediterranean Sea. There were a lot of violent storms, a lot of difficult things that made it hard and unsafe to travel. And because they had been traveling for so long and because it had been slow and they had had stops that they weren't expecting, all of a sudden now they're in this season of unsafe travel. Most likely this was late September, early October, and Paul is going to admonish them. He's going to call them out on it and say, I perceive that this is not safe anymore. We need to stop and not go because this could be dangerous for the ship, but also for our lives. Now, keep in mind who is speaking here. This is an apostle, someone that if they were alive today, we would consider a prophet, seer, and revelator. And the way this council is going to be received is really, really interesting and can teach us a lot about the ways that we receive counsel from our prophet today. Verse 11, it says, Nevertheless, the centurion believed the master and owner of the ship more than those things which were spoken by Paul. And because the haven was not commodious to winter in, the more part advised to depart thence also, if by any means they might attain to Phoenix and there to winter, which is an haven of Crete, and lieth towards the southwest and northwest. Now, what's interesting about this is that we see three different reasons here why they are rejecting the counsel of Paul. And they match reasons why today sometimes we might not hearken to or listen to the counsels of prophets. So the first one, it says that they believed the master and owner of the ship more than they believed Paul the Apostle. So do we sometimes believe worldly experience and training more than we believe the prophets and the apostles? Do we sometimes trust in the things of the world, the knowledge of the world, the 
shouting of the world more than we believe our prophets and apostles. Keep in mind, Paul wasn't a sailor. He was a tent maker. And so even though he's saying, hey, it's not a safe time to travel, they weren't looking at him as a sailor. They weren't looking at him as someone with knowledge to say this. They thought, oh, you're just a tent maker. We're going to listen to the sailor more than we listen to you, rather than trusting in the counsel of a prophet or the counsel of an apostle. President Benson, several years ago, gave a talk at BYU called 14 Fundamentals in Following the Prophet. And in that, he said, the prophet is not required to have any particular earthly training or credentials to speak on any subject or act on any matter at any time. Sometimes there are those who feel their earthly knowledge on a certain subject is superior to the heavenly knowledge which God gives to his prophet on the same subject. They feel the prophet must have the same earthly credentials or training which they have had before they will accept anything the prophet has to say that might contradict their earthly schooling. So it's important that when a prophet is speaking as a prophet, even if for whatever reason it goes against what we might think or have experience with, with our earthly knowledge, it's important that we give heed to the prophet's counsel and to seek revelation and confirmation of that counsel and not write it off because we think that with our earthly knowledge, we know more than the prophet does. The second reason why they chose not to listen is it says that the haven or where they were wasn't commodious to winter in, meaning it wasn't a convenient place to stop and to stay the winter or a comfortable place to stop and to stay the winter. Now, do we sometimes reject the words of the prophets and the apostles for similar reasons? Do we sometimes hear the counsel given to us and think, well, that is not convenient for me or that's not a comfortable thing for me? That can be a modern day reason that sometimes we reject the words of prophets or apostles. But President Benson in that same talk said, the prophet tells us what we need to know, not always what we want to know. How we respond to the words of a living prophet when he tells us what we need to know but would rather not hear is a test of our faithfulness. And then finally, after it says that where they were wasn't a comfortable spot to stay in, it says the more part advised to depart. So the reason why they rejected the words of a prophet is because of a majority mentality. The more part of the people said, hey, we don't want to do this. And so when a lot of people are screaming the same thing, sometimes it's easier to agree with the majority or it's more comfortable to agree with the majority. But it is not always right to agree with the majority, especially if the majority is speaking against the prophet. President Nelson has taught us that prophets don't always speak what's popular. Listen to how he said it. It is precisely because we do care deeply about all of God's children that we proclaim his truth. We may not always tell people what they want to hear. Prophets are rarely popular, but we will always teach the truth. And then listen to how Elder Holland said it. This was so strong. He said, Unfortunately, messengers of divinely mandated commandments are often no more popular today than they were anciently. In contemporary society, if people want any gods at all, they want them to be gods who do not demand much, comfortable gods who not only don't rock the boat, but don't even row it, gods who pat us on the head, make us giggle, and then tell us to run along and pick marigolds. Talk about man creating God in his own image. 
such a strong, strong statement, but such a powerful one, because it can be easy in our modern day, in this modern day world and society to want the prophets to say something that will be popular or easy to hear. In fact, I remember in conference a couple years ago, I think it was Elder Oaks started his talk. And as soon as he started it and said what he was talking about, I thought, oh man, can't we just have one conference go by where we don't rock the boat and get people mad at us? But my friends, that's not the purpose of a prophet. The purpose of a prophet, as spoken by Elder Holland, is to give divinely mandated commandments. And those things won't always be popular. They won't always be easy to hear. But if we are willing to follow God's prophets, we will always be blessed. And we will always draw near to our Father in heaven, whose mouthpiece they are. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm the answer.